We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. You know, I've been talking about several movies uh, here at CPAC. We've, we've talked about Chappaquiddick that's coming out. Uh, that was the main one I really wanted to talk about when I was here uh, over these couple of days because I just think you got to have, you know, huge intestinal fortitude sure. to take on the Kennedy family. That's right. Because they still have huge impact in politics in America. Right. So uh, we talked about that. It was a lot of fun talking about that. But there's another movie uh, that is coming out on March 2018. Now, Benjamin uh, is the uh, Benjamin Clapper is the producer, and Benjamin, this is going to be released online. Is That's that right. right? Yeah, it's going to be released on March 8th online on our website for free. We could have done Netflix or other things. It's a short documentary, 30 minutes long, so it's not doesn't really do well in theaters, you know. Right. But we wanted to make it online and as accessible as possible to the public. Okay, so the synopsis of the movie, from what I understand, guy living in Louisiana finds out where his birth parents are because he's been adopted, and he walks all the way from Louisiana to Indiana. I don't know where in Indiana he goes to. I'm from Indiana. You are, okay. So, uh, would you just tell me, why did this... Well, he didn't walk. Okay, he didn't walk. That's the first... Maybe we should have done that. That's a good idea, actually. But no, he took a train, and he went, because trains were always something that, as a kid, he liked. So we we thought it was kind of apropos that he traveled on train back to Indiana to meet his birth parents. So... The, you know, he. This was his first time meeting them, and his real thing was that he wanted to go back and say thank you. Oh, okay. You know, because his mother, Melissa, was on the abortion table in Indianapolis when David was in her womb, and he, he you know, David was seconds from being aborted. Literally, the doctor was rolling over towards her to what begin the. Incredi- That's an incredible story in and of itself. Right. I'm a huge pro-life person. I mean, great, huge pro-life person. Great. And uh, to hear that is amazing. Uh, and and it's something that he, he just wanted to go back and say thank you because his, he loves his parents, his grandparents. He's his, only, his grandparents' only grandchild. He's his parents' only child. All the wow. people in his life that it, he's made an impact on, they all wrote these letters in a scrapbook that we gave Melissa, his birth mother, that where they were writing letters to her, telling her thank you, for what she did. In fact, even David's little cousin, Dylan, who was 10 at the time, wrote a letter about how David was always his cousin that played with him at the family parties because other cousins didn't want to play with him. And so he, Dylan, little Dylan, is you know writing as a little child saying thank you to Melissa for giving David life. If it had not happened, he would not be there. Why is it that people can't understand that part of the abortion debate? Well, you know, I think Melissa, and in the film, we touch on that, because Melissa was, uh, you know, in a, she was just out of high school. She didn't have many money. She felt she couldn't take care of the child. She didn't really know what to do, honestly. She hid the pregnancy from her own parents, 
And uh, so she just felt abortion was the only option, and the, uh, the birth father encouraged her to go in that direction. So that is what led her. So even David acknowledges in the film that all those things point to abortion, you know? But it was when she was walking into the abortion facility, someone said, your baby has 10 fingers and 10 toes. And that's all she thought about when she was sitting there, lying there on the table. And that's what you know moved her to walk out that day. Now, luckily, over the last, you know, 20 years... The pictures from inside the womb, right. uh, how we can save preemies and all the rest, sure. ha- have brought to the forefront. We're talking about a human here. Right. We're not talking about a glob of cells. And right. even if we're talking about nothing but a glob of cells, we're still talking about right. a human. Absolutely. Well, and I think and even I think what this film helps us to take a step beyond that. Obviously that one human, but now David as a college student, this shows all the experiences of his life and all the people he's touched. Right, that would be gone. So it shows that kind of the tentacles of this go in so many different ways. And that you can never judge and uh, imagine what stops, what ends, what possibilities are never actualized when abortion comes in the situation. You know, we all know in our lives that life has no guarantees. That's correct. But abortion offers no chances. And at least David had that chance, and he's making the most of it in his life. So let's look at, you talk about something else that's very important, because not enough people think about adoption. Right. Even in the pro-life movement, there's there's not much talk about adoption. I know. Yeah. And they make it difficult. They don't make it simple. Right. There's a lot of the the red tape that can be cut out. Are you hoping that this will help that argument? You know, there's a lot in the kind of the bureaucracy of adoption that, that, you know, there's a lot of things. And we we try to generate, we want adoptions to happen. Our challenge, what we see is that for every 100 abortions in America, there's only two adoptions. So we think there's a Whoa. there's a core lack of babies out there that are available for adoption. There are parents today that are in line waiting to adopt, and there's just not enough babies. And we think there's some fears that birth parents have when they enter into considering adoption. Oftentimes, you hear people say, "You know, well, uh, you know, I can't give my child up for it. You know, there, I can't give my the, child up." Is that not the strangest argument? Yeah. I can kill my child, sure. but I can't give my child up for adoption. That just blows yeah. my mind. Well, and you know as well as I do that it, even you and I, we don't want to make selfless choices at times. And adoption is in and of itself, maybe in the top five selfless choices oh, in our world. I mean, you see Melissa handing her child in the film to the nurse, and you can see the angst in her. And she says in the film, I knew I was making the right choice, not for me, but for him. So, in, 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 so in abortion, you know, there's, there's an immediate gratification in a sense that there's something that was a problem and now it's not. In adoption, there's a pain. Now, of course, we know that in abortion, there's pain, too. And oftentimes, that woman is experiencing that emotional pain for years. And it's, it's different in adoption. So I think that's one thing that we want this film to reach birth parents, mothers, and show them that there may be some difficulty with adoption. They may be scared of it a little bit. But there's a lot of joy and blessing yes. that comes with giving that child life and giving them a family and completing that other person's family. It's, it's, it's a loving decision. It's a sacrificial decision. It is, last question for you. Is it something that people 
that deal with uh, adoption need to maybe reconsider. They, if you go looking for your birth parents afterwards, they kind of close the door on you. You don't need to. Maybe adoptees need to know. Yeah, you know, and that—that's an important thing to talk about. You know, we think that that we have adoption registries in our nation, and if the birth parents and the adoptees put their name in the hat, they both will get reconnected. We think that's a good way to do it. I agree. Yeah. So, I, I, you know, I think we want to make sure that we honor the agreement that we gave to the birth mother at that time. You know what I'm saying? But this film is not about open or confidential adoption. It's about look at the gift and the life-giving outcomes that come from adoption and how it needs to be considered, chosen, and encouraged in people's lives. Benjamin Clapper, my my final question for you. Evidently, you're a Christ follower. I can kind of tell by the way you view the subject. You know, why did you get involved? Because the producer guy is the guy that helps put the money together. Right, so, that's right. So you, you, why did you think that this was worthy of spending how many sure. tens of thousands of dollars? Because when I work? remember that statistic of 100 abortions for every two adoptions, I, I tell myself, i got to change that number. No. we got to turn that on its head. And we got to make it, of course, zero zero abortions but let's start by turning that number on its head i know david personally he's a friend of mine i see him in his life and i say i want other children to have the same options and the gifts that he has that's what motivates me appreciate you brother thank you appreciate you